0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, October the 7th, 2016.
1: Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, Friday, October 7th. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Homer Lopez. I welcome you to the show. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Sarah's here today to take your calls. You can give us a call at 1-800-951-0592 or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Point and click. It's that easy. Look at the products and order in the privacy of your own home. Also, you can get the news to disturb the comfortable, or we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquin, and he's the man who delivers economics with attitude. Congratulations, Joe. You made it to Friday. Everyone, well done. You're here. Nice job, everyone. Well done. This one was a tough one. This was a tough week? Tough week. We've been busier than than
2: we've been in a long, long time. I will tell you right now, this pullback in gold in silver bolt has led to nothing but a ginormous buying spree. Uh, product just dry, drying up all over the place. We had uh, all kinds of crazy things. You know what? We were here just 24 hours ago, and it's amazing how many things happen in just that short period of time. You know, we've got the big... Uh, hurricane happening along the east coast uh last night while we were sleeping we had the british pound just fall completely out of bed i mean it was uh almost collapsed like falling i want to say over six percent in a matter of 60 seconds and they try to it's another flash crash and all this other mumble a fat finger and Apparently now, if somebody has a fat finger, that could be very dangerous to the survival of your economic fortune. a bunch of nonsense. I, I want you to understand, you know that does not exist. These programs, these algorithms, when people enter in trades, you know they have mechanisms in place that prevent that. You really, really, really want to do that? Are you sure? Do you want to short the British pound with a trillion dollars, are you sure? Teach the rest of us, what do they mean by fat fingers? Well, they're trying... Here's what happens when there's no liquidity in the market. You can have dramatic, catastrophic type collapses. In in this case, it happened to be the, an actual currency in the pound. And then they... they they call it the flash crash. And the reason why they're calling it a flash crash is because for brief moments in time, there may not be enough liquidity to support the market. i tell you, that's a little bit dangerous in itself. And then the fat finger excuse, which is somebody punched in a trade and added an extra zero or something to that effect. And he asked, you could do that on a smaller trade. Hey, I want 25 contracts, and you accidentally hit 250. The system will let you do that. But when you're going for a huge trade, let's say you're going to trade, you know, I don't know, 10,000 contracts. Hey, if you hit an extra zero to 100,000 contracts, they're like, hey, you you sure? (laughs) Right? Hey. You sure about that? But nonetheless, uh the British pound went all the way down to a dollar 18. It started the year, you know, the British pound usually was in the, like a dollar and a half. You needed a dollar and a half to $1.65 US. Went all the way to dollar 18. It's now at a dollar in a quarter, but it's just, you know, you throw that into all the things you got to be worried about. Liquidity has been drying up in these debt markets and these, you know, whether it be your bonds, your stocks, your currency, any of that, you know, any of the things that you can trade, any of the debt things that you can trade has been drying up, and it's been drying up really for decades. Well, not for decades, but for about the last 10 years. Part of it being, who, who owns the most amount of stock? what age group owns the most amount of stocks you now when you think about in the industrialized world are we talking seniors
1: right right
2: that's, that's what, the that's first what... answer that seniors older people people that are either getting ready to retire or are, are retired and what do these people do when they get to retirement they sell because they need liquid. Because they... Right? Part of the reason why they did this was so they could have money to live on. And now we're starting to see this whole thing. I mean, I I don't want to over-exaggerate, but it really is. It's being held together by duct tape and bubble gum. It is. And, and they continue to hope that you don't notice. And these things... Keep happening. Right one time, you're like, okay, yeah, someone made a mistake. Twice, you're like, yeah, it's, you know, starting to become a habit. But we're talking, I don't even know what time this is 50th, 60th, 70th time. What do you think that really means? And every time they come with the same excuses but the answer really is very very simple and and it's really we've got too much debt and there's not enough to go around and then you have these things that happen where there's no liquidity and all of a sudden there's just nothing but selling going on and and it only takes seconds you have your entire life Savings and in seconds it could be gone. I don't know what they're gonna do for all those people. Just imagine if you were long the, the pound for it, you know. Just you were. I don't know what happened. What happened? You get wiped out? I'm probably what if you had it on leverage, you had margin call. <laughs> Dangerous. Anyway, Patriot Radio News Hour, we gotta talk about the jobs report next. Don't touch that up. The market has gone helter skelter. Uh, the Dow is down almost a hundred points. Uh, we're going to get to the jobs news in just a moment. Gold has been up fifteen dollars, down fifteen dollars. It's now back to even. Uh, prices are rising. Premiums are rising. Uh, I had one of my one of my largest wholesalers. One of the people I call on a daily basis just flat out said, nobody is selling. Nobody. Nothing but buying going on and big type of buying. I think a lot of people are nervous about what happened while we were asleep last night with the British pound. Uh, the jobs number was weak, and we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, silver, it, it, it's really been doing very similar things to gold it was up 25 cents down 25 cents now essentially it's back to even uh silver's at $17.30 uh gold's just a a dollar two dollars under a $1,250 I'm gonna just let you know here's what's available and 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 just keep in mind that nobody is selling here we've got there's forty. $20 twenty dollars St. Gaudens at fourteen twenty five. There's fifty twenty dollar Liberties at fourteen twenty five. We sold out of the Morgan dollar or the Morgan I keep saying it out of the peace dollars uh, that we had ran on Wednesday. We sold out of those yesterday. I had calls again this morning, so I made a call. I actually can do another 23 rolls of those peace dollars at 405, but I've only got 23 more rolls of those at 405 and I was sure these are also very nice. Uh, If you're looking for U.S. Silver Eagles, we're down to a couple of cases until Monday. On Monday, they'll let me know if I can buy more. A couple of cases, that's 50 rolls. 50 rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, those are at $425. So once again, 40 of the $20 Saints, those are the gold pieces at fourteen and a quarter. Fifty of the Liberties, the twenty dollar Liberties. Fourteen and a quarter on the silver side. Twenty three rolls of Morgan dollars, or Morgan. I said it again. I can't stop saying this. of the peace dollars. Twenty three rolls of the peace dollars. I, I apologize. I don't know why. Uh, I've been doing that since wednesday twenty three rolls of the peace dollars they're twenty twenty in a roll these are vG pluses some of them are approaching really a u type quality at four oh five or you can get rolls of silver eagles i got twenty three rolls of those peace dollars i got fifty rolls of silver eagles at four and a quarter at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And the jobs number came out from the from the uh, government this morning. U.S. employers, they said, added only a hundred and fifty-six thousand jobs in the month of September. They were looking for a number between one seventy-five and two hundred thousand. Uh, hiring now has slowed from its robust. You know, they, this is just the word they used. From the robust pace last year, the unemployment rate also ticked higher from 4.9. It went to 5 percent, according to the Labor Department. They said more Americans felt confident enough to start looking for work. Unfortunately, they couldn't find any. So that's the reasoning for why it was up. The unemployment rate ticked up a tenth of a percent. Job growth last year averaged two hundred and twenty nine thousand per month. This year it's down to a hundred and seventy eight thousand per month and falling. So you think about this great jobs number, you know, the Federal Reserve keeps talking, you know. We're creating 50,000 less jobs a month this year than we were last year. Hiring at this year's level, they say, is still enough to lower the unemployment rate over time. As long as nobody wants to actually work, then it's okay. We're actually going to break down what the real numbers are. It's just It was astonishing. And it's just what I've been telling you. You know, another boy. I get to the news first. Do you know that we have set records, records, for the most part-time jobs ever created? Give yourself a hand, America. Yes. Well, done, America. well done, everyone. Well done. Well done, everyone. We've never created more part-time work ever. But that's okay. The Federal Reserve. Uh, September hiring figures could keep the Federal Reserve on track to raise rates sometime, eventually, maybe. After seven years of record near-zero rates, well, you know, zero, wage gains are still lagging. Roughly 3.5% pace, that's not going to get it done. And let's face it, the only real wage gain is... This year, your part-time job, instead of you paying you eight fifty an hour, it paid you nine bucks, or maybe ten in certain states that that raised the minimum wage. Uh, that was the big news that came out uh, this morning is on the jobs front, and I'm just going to break down where all the jobs were. Uh, by the way, part-time work. What was the number again? I want to make sure I get it right here. 156,000 jobs. Okay, that was the seasonally seasonally adjusted number from the government. Part time jobs soared by 430,000. I mean, listen, I don't make these numbers up, I just tell you what they are. You know, when you turn on your idiot box in the morning, when you read the headline in your local newspaper, they going to tell you how great it was. Yeah, it missed expectations, but, you know, there was good things. But here was the the first look at the job. Full-time jobs actually declined. By over 4,000 jobs, and they said that the part-time jobs soared by over 430,000. So once again, here's the story of the jobs recovery. Anybody that's got a full-time job, you're in danger. If you're not self-employed, let's face it, like I'm one of those people, I'm self-employed, Right? Forty hours a week doesn't apply to me. Right? You're work you you're self employed. You essentially work twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. You eat it, you sleep it, you drink it. But for those of you that have a job in the private sector, and you are a hourly employee, you are in danger. If you're a full time employee, not just salary hourly, your job's in danger. You know, I love the like deadliest catch. You know, I, I don't know why. I just like that show.
1: I, I don't know why either. I've I, tried I to watch it. It's not. I, my I just cup of love tea. that
2: show. And and it's like the opening. You know, they're out there catching the crab. Right? They all got their crab quota. The Northwestern, right, they're out there getting that crap. Well, just think about it this in that term. The CEOs of your company, they've got a quota, too. The quota is, how many Americans can I get rid of today? How many of these people can I get rid of and replace with part-timers? I mean, think about that. 430,000 part-time jobs? How many people got hired full-time? None. Zero. We had a subtraction in full-time work. You think we're going to be able to to pay the bills with part-time work? Oh, you want to know what else hit a record? Why the reason why the jobless claims always seem so low now? Of course, I've been telling you this all year. The number of people we've Set a new record for people working multiple part-time jobs. I'm going to tell you right now. I tip my cap to those people. You know they sit there and and you know they try to 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 put uh, have the myth that Americans don't want to work or they only want to work part-time. Right? They don't want to live in mommy and daddy's basement. Right? They come out and they try to tell you how great the job market is. Anybody can get one. People want to have a certain standard of living. We do. And we're willing to work for it. How else can you explain that we have an all-time record high number of Americans working more than one job? You know, it really is incredible when you think about this is what has to be done just to make an America anymore. You know what? Between you and your wife, you got to have four jobs. <laughs> I mean, think about that. If you look at the unadjusted data, see this is this is the data that I like. I mean, this was nice, I guess. Even this this doctored up. Let's call it what it is. It's a lie, because they they took the actual number and changed it. What do you call that? See, if I did that, that would be called fraud. Right? Hey, I took uh, the actual amount of money I made and I changed it. Remember the housing market? The liar loans, right? That was fraud.
1: When they do it, it's called
2: embellish. It's not even called that. It's called seasonally adjusted. There you go. The unadjusted data. The spread between part- and full-time jobs gets far worse. With some 1.2 million full-time, unadjusted jobs lost in September. Now, doesn't that sound a little different? 1.2 million full-time jobs lost, and guess what? there was 1.3 million part-time jobs found. In the unadjusted data, we created 1.3 million full-time jobs, and we lost 1.2 million... Wait, did I say full-time or part-time? 1.3 million part-time jobs, and we lost 1.2 million full-time jobs. Think about that. I mean, that's the unadjusted data. You're telling me that all of the job gains have been at the expense of full time workers. Now, if I was telling you that and I said to you GDP growth is below two percent, and most of it's because we allow anybody in the in, anybody in the world that wants to come in this country can just walk right in. And I said to you that it was open season on full-time workers, and the only jobs being created were part-time workers, you probably go, well, then that would make sense. Right? Wouldn't you think that? Well, that would probably mean growth isn't very good. Sounds right to me. Right? But then they seasonally adjust all these numbers to make things appear better than they are, and then nobody can figure out why. Well, guess what? problem solved. I solved the mystery. Patriot Radio News Hour. It's halftime on a Friday.
0: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum, the conservative pro-family movement launched by Mrs. Schlafly and supporting the Constitution, traditional education, and American sovereignty since 1972. Now from the Eagle Forum studios, here's Ryan Hite.
3: Earlier this year, Ivanka Trump said of her father that he's, quote, not politically correct. He says what he means, and he means what he says, and I think that's the way the American people are, end quote. Well, the data says that she's right. Polls consistently show that upwards of 80% of Americans believe that political correctness is a serious problem that's crippling the nation. For liberals, political correctness has become one of the most important ways they advance their agenda simply dismissing their opponents as bigots. All too often, conservatives play along with this game and let the left dictate the terms of debate. That's why Republican electoral victories don't often lead to conservative policy victories. Perhaps the American people have finally found their candidate for president who cuts through the fog of political correctness. On college campuses today, freedom of speech and thought are practically endangered species. Safe spaces and free speech zones now dominate students' attention, not the exchange of ideas. Small business owners must now defend their First Amendment rights to religious liberty and free expression. And don't you dare criticize radical Islamic extremists. Nowhere is the suicidal nature of political correctness more glaring than in the case of Islam. America and the civilized world are under attack from a radicalized ideology, but the Obama administration refuses to confront this fact or even utter the words Islamic extremism. Donald Trump is famously politically incorrect and is not one to let his voice be stifled. Conservatives could learn some truth-telling from Trump's style on a wide variety of issues where the left is trying to silence us. The rise of Donald Trump and the era of straight talk has stirred up a hornet's nest about the perceived decline of civility in politics. But this chatter just shows ignorance about how rough-and-tumble the American political arena is. Pick up a copy of Phyllis Schlafly's 27th book. The Conservative Case for Trump will give you a bold look into the political thinking of Phyllis Schlafly and the reasons behind her pick for president.
0: The next president will face the challenge of securing our borders, balancing international trade, winning the war on terrorism, and protecting the family. Phyllis Schlafly's final book, The Conservative Case for Trump, explains how and why you can truly help make America great again. For more on The Conservative Case for Trump, go to egoforum.org. That's eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again for The Phyllis Schlafly Report.
2: Welcome back. Patriot Radio News, are our toll-free number, 800 951 just reading uh, Goldman Sachs with a huge press release. If gold gets below $1,250, buy it.
1: Start buying Start buying it.
2: And I'm just laughing because gold's $1,249. Uh, the specials, let me update you. We're down to 13 rolls of peace dollars. 13 rolls. At 4.05, 23 of the Saints are still left. Uh, We had 40 down to 23 of the $20 Saint Gaudens, 14 and a quarter. By the way, I'm going to tell you right now, this is probably it for Saints, at least for the next week or two. I'm hoping that's all it is. I hope we don't go another two or three months. They're gone. The 40 that I had today, I bought the last 40. That's all there was. Uh, and, and like I said, nobody is selling right now, uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if Saints go out of stock here. Uh, there's still 50 of the twenty-dollar Liberties. They're also at fourteen and a quarter. And then the on the U.S. Silver Eagles, uh, we're still everyone's seemingly buying the peace dollar Show, Still got the two cases of Silver Eagles. Uh, our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one. by the way, you know, we're up to 7.9 million Americans now working multiple jobs. And according to how the data looks, it looks like almost all of the 156,000 jobs that quote-unquote got created may not have even went to a new worker. May have went to somebody who's already working one part-time job and I got another They said the number of people working two jobs jumped by 300,000 people last month. Wow. I mean, that's just staggering. I mean, those are, and and listen, the numbers I just, those are the unadjusted jobs number. I want to read you what Stanley Fisher, and for those of you who don't know who he is, he is the number two at the Federal Reserve. Janet Yellen is the Fed chair. Fisher is the vice chair. And here's the lie. And here, let me tell you right now. They don't care about you. They will lie, and they don't care that they're lying. They will misrepresent the truth because they've got a bigger goal in mind. And let me tell you right now, it's not making you more wealthy. That's not their objective. You know what? One of their mandates isn't, hey, make the American people more wealthy. Matter of fact, they're all writing articles and giving speeches in China about how they need to have a third mandate, (laughs) right? The first mandate was full employment. That's mandate number one. They've got that in their eyes. Ninety-four million Americans not in the workforce is full employment. That's the BS you need to believe. you got to believe that story. If you want to believe that, go ahead. If that's what you really want to believe, then we've got full employment. So they check that box. Second mandate, strong dollar. Let's check that box, because we keep saying we're going to raise rates. You know, it's all what happened to the pound. The pound's completely fallen out of bed, right? The yen is worthless. The euro's going to worthless, and so are we. The third mandate they're talking about, hey, we got to have financial stability. In other words, hey, we got to go Japan. Right? We're really gearing up to buy the stock market. That's what they're going to do. After this great jobs number came out, and these people get more data than I do, so you know he knows what I just told you, Vice Chairman Stanley Fisher said that the September's jobs report was pretty close to to a Goldilocks number. Hey, Homer, I just wanted to know, you know what? It wasn't too hot, and it wasn't too cold. It was just right. Isn't that wonderful? We created millions and millions of part-time jobs. Yeah, we lost millions of our full-time jobs, but it was Goldilocks out there. Unemployment, and I'm quoting... ...is somewhere very close to the natural rate. Well, that, that sounds good, doesn't it? How, how, how do we come up with a natural rate? That's
1: so optimistic and vibrant it's not, and full of... It's so natural! Natural? Well, let me tell you about natural, Stanley Fisher! There's a hurricane in Florida! That's natural!
2: The natural rate. Now, listen, who decides what the rate is? How do we come up with this natural rate? Well, of course, they get to decide how to count people. You know, and they talk about and they try to tell you, this isn't the Great Depression, you want to bet? Absolutely, positively is they just changed how they count the number. You know, if you counted unemployment the way they did back in the 30s, it'd be over 10%. It would be double digit. They just changed the rule. You know what? They didn't like the number, so what did they do? You know, it's like that. I call it like the only child complex. You know when my my boys were growing up and they had friends, they had a couple friends they were only children. And they'd go and play with these kids. And they, they, my wife's an only child. So bear in mind I'm not attacking you you only uh you know you single children out there. I'm using this uh what do I I'm painting a broad brush with this. Right? I'm painting all broad of you strokes. broad strokes, yes. Broad strokes. Thank you over. Broad strokes. But sometimes uh, my sons would come home, and they'd be upset. I don't like Tommy. I'm like, what do you mean you don't like Tommy? Tommy's one of your buds. No, Dad, because every time we play something, I start winning, and he changes the rules. (laughs) Right? Right? And that's what these people do. Hey, we just changed the rules. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And so all they've done with this unemployment, you know, they just changed the rules on you. Inflation. You know and I know there's inflation out there. Right? Every time you hear about your health care, every time you got to go buy a new car, how about housing prices? They've gotten ridiculous again. I just, one of my buddies, we were at my son's high school football game last night. And he's in the real estate business, and he was laugh out laughing. They're selling $900,000 new homes on the west side. Yeah, it's gotten crazy again. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 592 I got to make a PSA here. We're closing early. We are absolutely you got a tea time closing early. My son's football game, my oldest son's football game they played last night. So you're off the hook on a Friday. So night. I, a Friday I I got a day I don't have to go to his football game tonight. We are headed to the golf course because we and I'll say this, it has become a sport now. We won't well, we won't pay more than $30. I mean that's like our our limit. Homer was on work the phones yesterday, and it was hilarious because he's like, well, uh, how much is that going to be? And the guy's like, oh, $59. Oh, we're not paying $59.
1: I'm not paying that. <laughs> he's arguing with the golf course on the phone. Hilarious. There's 200 golf courses alone in Central Phoenix. I'll call another that. one. I'll call another one. I ain't paying that much. You know what? You can call other places for golf. And pay what they want to pay, but give us a call. Yeah, you I won't I'm pay saying, more here, yeah. If we do that for golf, you should be doing that for your long-term investments in golf. The last of the piece rolls. Eight rolls left.
2: Four oh five. That's it. There's, and I promise there are no more. The last of the saints, and I'm hoping that it won't be that long. We're down to seventeen of the Saint Gardens. Those are at 14 and a quarter. Still got the the silver. It looks like it's all peace and, and saints this morning. But let's sell let's, Listen, we're going to be here at about noon. Let's sell it all out. Let's get it done. 800 Just a reminder, saints are going
1: for what today? What? 14 and a quarter. Listen.
2: 14 and a quarter. And, and I'm going to tell you right now there was a huge jump in saints. Huge jump in, in saints, and there just isn't any... Uh, but but fourteen in the quarter, so you can buy Saints the same as the Lib today, and that's cheap. I'm telling you, it's cheap. I know you're like, but well, hey, it's only at twelve fifty. Nobody is selling, and this is just one of those things, you know. where sometimes the premiums, right? I say, oh, what a great premium. You can buy them, you know, for less than a hundred dollars over the spot price. That's gone. We're back to Stanley Fisher, and the, I mean, it's incredible. What kind of stones do you got to have to come out on television and lie to the public like this? Unemployment is somewhere close to the, very close to the natural rate, I think, we're close to full employment. (laughs) That's great. 94 million Americans with no work. 8 million Americans have to have two part-time jobs. And we now have the world's record for most part-time jobs ever. But we're close to full employment. Fisher said there continues to be low investment because of both an air of uncertainty and declines in oil prices. (laughs) I can't make it up. You know, the only pro- you know what if we were just paying $5 a gallon for gasoline everything would be fixed. You know what the air of uncertainty is, Stanley? The air of uncertainty is as everybody knows, they can't get a full-time job. Right. I remember when oil prices, when oil fell, that used to be good. Hey, you're going to pay less at the pump. That's going to be... You know what? Don't go, go to Olive Garden. Don't go to Red Lobster because they're going to save money at the gas pump. Here's what we found out. People don't have any money to begin with. So whether gas is down 15 or 20 or 30 cents a gallon or not really doesn't make any difference. right? The extra 3 or $4 they saved on their fill-up still isn't enough to get a Big Mac at McDonald's. People aren't excited about growth prospects. See, you forgot forgot a word in that. People aren't excited about growth prospects. People aren't excited about job growth prospects, you moron. I'm sorry, I'm just... it's ridiculous. And this is the number two guy at the Federal Reserve. He says that he feels productivity growth will improve at some point. It'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get better sometime. I don't know when. We're gonna say about the same time that we're gonna raise rates again. And this is the leaders this is the problem with this country. Right here. This guy, you know what? Here, here's what it likens me to. I saved this story. I didn't know how it was going to uh, tie in, but this is what we have. This is who's running this country. Uh, this was out of the Washington Post this morning. A volunteer football coach. He was coaching at a middle school, or a, 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 it was a school team. It was fourth through sixth graders, okay? So what does that make you? Nine to 11? Eight to 10. Eight
1: fourth to 10? So, nine well, to 11? Somewhere, grade somewhere, eight somewhere or in old. there, yeah,
2: okay? Yeah. Okay? One of the kids, they just had a a little uh, team meeting about bullying, okay? Because that's what you got to do now. You got to have a meeting. And then one of the boys was bullying another boy. So the head football coach made the kid run a couple laps. Not like all practice, not a, a couple laps. And you know what the kid did? He ran them without complaining. You know what the coach did? Hey, thank you for running without complaining. He got fired because they said, what does he know about how to handle bullying? His answer was, well, I am a father. Yeah. Yeah. That's the new America we live in. That's the Stanley Fisher America we live in today. the Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Pagno Radio News Hour
1: weekend time. I'm so excited. We're going golfing this afternoon. I'm so excited. And I'm here to tell you the Cardinals win last night, and you're sitting here talking about a coach getting fired for making it, punishing him. Todd Todd Kennedy,
2: volunteer, head coach at Durham Middlefield football team in Durham, Connecticut, made one of his players run the lap because he bullied a teammate. It's also why he was dismissed. Kennedy had spoken to the entire team which comprised 4th through 6th graders about the ills of bullying and he made sure that he wasn't going to tolerate such behavior at some point after the talk Kennedy was told one of his players was still bullying his teammate the coach approached the boy who like any 4th through 6th grader denied it still in keeping with the with football's most pop- popular punishment, he had the boy run a few laps around the field. He said that when the boy finished running the laps, he thanked him for taking the laps without complaining. The next day, though, Kennedy was suspended. And the following Monday, he was fired. See ya, when, want to pee ya. When the board of the Football Association unanimously voted that he couldn't volunteer as the team coach with one of the board members saying, why do you feel that you were qualified to handle the bullying incident? (laughs) We have lost our mind.
1: What What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? (laughs) What is going on? Man, we discipline our own players. I've coached you, coach. I just don't get that at all. I'm telling you, that's a liberal state of mind they're in over it, there. I'm telling
2: you, everybody gets a trophy. Nobody, you know what? Wow. This is why we're in the middle. You Met know what Network. that
1: article doesn't do? It doesn't say what uh, he should have done. It, of course not. It doesn't say what he, he should have done.
2: Hey, listen, he absolutely did the right thing. And this is what happens anymore, and this is, this is what is wrong with this entire country. This is why we are in the state of that, where we are. And you know what? It, it is amazing to me. And you sit there, and just like this report from Stanley Fisher, it's the same thing. Because all of those people, all of these quote-unquote journalists, Stanley Fisher himself, they have the real data. They just come out here and make a mockery of what used to be the greatest country on the planet. And we can be, again, I know we can be. But you can't be until you're ready to, what, get your hands dirty, let's uncover, let's, let's get all the skeletons out of the closet, let's start telling the truth, and let's get some real answers. Instead, We wanna do what? We wanna mislead, we wanna lie, we wanna manipulate, we wanna seasonally adjust, and we wanna pretend that it doesn't exist. Well, it does exist, and you know what? The monster's coming. It is coming. We're just in the early outer bands of this storm that's coming. This debt storm, it is coming faster than you possibly can imagine. And I'm telling you, these flash crashes, these liquidity crashes, they're gonna continue to happen. You better hope you have some stuff put away. You better hope you have some wealth insurance uh, before it does. Call us, 800 We're here till noon. Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll talk
3: again on Monday.